Hey y'all and happy new year. Welcome to season three here at Chronicles. I am Amanda, your host. I am so glad to be back and I am so glad you have joined me. Today is January 1st, 2024. Whoa, it's 2024 y'all. Where did 2023 go, right? I say this all the time and I bet you also know this to be true, but the older we get, the faster the years go. At any rate, I really want to dive right into this first episode of 2024 with a topic that I hope will set us up for the right perspective for the coming year, heaven. I've been thinking a lot about this place over the last several weeks, and I'm really not sure why. I mean, I don't mind it at all, mind you, but nothing that I can think of has triggered these thoughts and imaginations of this place called heaven. Except maybe that I understood recently that hell, whatever that may look like or feel like or sound like or smell like, one thing we know for sure is that hell is definitely eternal separation from God. I heard that from someone recently and it was one of those things that I pondered in my heart for several moments. Eternal separation from God. Even just trying to imagine what that would be like is frightening. And it elicits an ache in my body that nothing else ever has. For those of us who know Jesus intimately, could you for one second imagine being separated from him, from his presence? An ache comes with that imagining, doesn't it? See what I mean? Have you ever heard someone accused of being so heavenly minded that they are no earthly good? I have, and I never understood how that could be true. And as I've gotten older, I don't think it is true. How is it possible to look forward to heaven too much? I just, I don't think it is. I did a bit of a mental inventory, a year in review, if you will, for my 2023. I did a lot of buying things, I noticed. I didn't save very well, focused on a potential relationship a bit too much, watched a lot of TV, and in there too were some really special moments with Jesus. And very little work for his kingdom, which has made me rethink how I will approach this new year, by the way. But over the last few weeks, like I said, I've really been thinking a lot about heaven and how none of all that I did or didn't do that would be considered temporal in 2023 will even matter. Not in the grand scheme of things, not when I consider that my home isn't even here. It is in heaven. Jesus says in Matthew 6, verses 19 through 21, Don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. I've really pondered and treasured this particular passage specifically over the last few weeks. The section title in my NLT Bible says teaching about money and possessions. And while money isn't necessarily my main priority when it comes to storing away, obviously if I didn't save very well, I understand this to mean anything that we work so hard for or place priority on here on earth. So not just money, but also tenure in our careers, relationships, status, and adversities. 
How many of us focus so much on all the problems, on all the negatives, on all that's going wrong? It's okay. You can raise your hands. I can't see you. So on this first day of 2024, I want to fix my eyes. I want to fix your eyes on what matters. Heaven. But what does that even mean? I'd like to share what it means to me. Revelation 21 and 22 describes heaven so beautifully. A commentator that I read somewhere wrote, It was so marvelous that John could only describe it regarding brilliant stones. Can you imagine a more beautiful place than heaven, y'all? Let me just share with you some portions of what John wrote. And as I do, I'm going to share my top three reasons for looking forward to heaven. This is my number three reason. In Revelation chapter 21, beginning in verse 9, John writes, Then one of the seven angels who held the seven bowls containing the seven last plagues came and said to me, Come with me, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. So he took me in the spirit to a great high mountain, and he showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God and sparkled like a precious stone, like jasper, as clear as crystal. The city wall was broad and high, with twelve gates guarded by twelve angels. And the names of the twelve tribes of Israel were written on the gates. There were three gates on each side, east, north, south, and west. The wall of the city had twelve foundation stones, and on them were written the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. The angel who talked to me held in in his hand a gold measuring stick to measure the city, its gates, and its wall. When he measured it, he found it was a square, as wide as it was long. In fact, its length and width and height were each 1,400 miles. Then he measured the walls and found them to be 216 feet thick, according to the human standard used by the angel. The wall was made of jasper, and the city was pure gold, as clear as glass. The wall of the city was built on foundation stones inlaid with 12 precious stones. The first was jasper, the second sapphire, the third a gate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth, the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were made of pearls, each gate from a single pearl, and the main street was pure gold, as clear as glass. Can you imagine? I mean, I can't. My small brain cannot even fathom this kind of beauty. Sometimes I'll look at the Blue Ridge Mountains I love so much and imagine heaven, but even that level of beauty is nothing compared to what heaven will be like. Nothing we see or imagine here will come close to it. This is where we get to live, friends. I can't wait to behold the beauty of heaven. My number two reason for looking forward to heaven is found in Revelation chapter 21, also in verse 4. Verse 4 says, He will wipe every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death 
or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. How many of us cried a good bit in 2023? I mean, I know I did. How many of us felt sorrow or pain or experienced the death of a loved one? 2023 was wrought with many difficulties, friends. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think I'd make it to 2024. Anyone else have that kind of year? In one way or another, we all did. But God said, he promised, he's wiping every tear away there. He promises no more death no more sorrow or crying or pain. He promises freedom from all the things that life here on earth has thrown at us. One of the greatest in his faith, also one of my favorites in the Bible, Paul, he understood this. He says in Philippians 3 verses 12 through 14, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, But I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. But I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. I think he was talking about perfection in himself, right? Doing, saying, going, being like Jesus was, showing kindness and love and being mature in faith, possessing the righteousness of Christ. But I'd like to take it a step further. Perhaps the perfection he also meant or was alluding to was what John says in Revelation 21.4. No more tears, sorrow, pain, or death. Now that, my friends, is perfection. And this heavenly prize for the Lord's faithful is the goal, isn't it? Now, for my number one reason that I can't wait for heaven, y'all, and perhaps the reason that ties all of this together, we find it in Revelation 21 and 22, and I'm jumping around a bit this time, so bear with me. Revelation 21.3 says, I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. Revelation 21, six through seven says, and he also said, it is finished. I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end to all who are thirsty. I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. All who are victorious will inherit all these blessings and I will be their God and they will be my children. Revelation 21 verses 22 and 23 says, I saw no temple in this city for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. And this city has no need of sun or moon for the glory of God illuminates the city and the Lamb is its light. And finally, Revelation 22, 3 through 5 says, No longer will there be a curse upon anything, for the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there, and his servants will worship him, and they will see his face, and his name will be written on their foreheads, and there will be no night there, no need for lamps or sun, for the Lord God will shine on them and they will reign forever and ever. Y'all, Jesus is the number one reason I can't wait for heaven.
I can't wait to see his face. I can't wait to run into his arms. I can't wait to sit at his feet. I can't wait to look into his eyes for the first time and then spend my days with him. I can't wait for heaven because of Jesus. I remember who I used to be. I remember where I was when he found me. And I can't wait to see the face of the one who pulled me out of that place of death and darkness and decay. I can't wait to see him, y'all. Jesus says to his disciples in John 14 verses 2 and 3, There is more than enough room in my father's house. If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. In heaven, we will get to stay with Jesus forever. He says it right here in John, so that you will always be with me where I am. Incidentally, my pastor preached on the coming of Jesus yesterday morning in quite a fervent, intense, wake up people kind of way because he's coming, y'all. I know it in my bones that he's coming and it's so much closer now than it was then. And it's absolutely imperative that we know him when he comes. Heaven is only for those who know him. I'll just tell you that of all of my top three things that I can't wait for heaven for, I could not take it if I missed Jesus. Make heaven's gates out of two by fours, the walls out of brick and mortar, and the roads out of gravel. I don't care. Just let me be with Jesus. I don't care where we are, what the city looks like, or even if I still have arthritis pain there and cry from time to time. I don't care. Just give me Jesus. You know, it's not only in heaven that we can experience Jesus like that. It's not only in heaven that I can be wrapped in his presence and carry it with me like a lamp that leads others to him. It's here too on this earth. No, this earth isn't our home. But what are we doing to share Jesus with people while we're here? We're not here just biding our time until he comes to take us to heaven. That's not what he intended for us. Which is why when I did my little year in review, I was quite disappointed in myself that I had done very little to share the gospel in 2023. Call it what it is for me. Laziness maybe? Definitely fear of rejection. But the more I think of heaven and waiting to meet Jesus, I want that for other people too. And I'm just going to have to get out of my own way. So over these next 30 episodes here at Chronicles in season three, y'all, I want you to join me as I shift my focus, as I fix my eyes on Jesus. 100% fix my eyes, not 100% until something shiny or new comes into the picture, but 100% all the time. It's getting easier and easier for the world to pull us into its grasp. And I find that I want so much different than I had last year. More of Jesus, y'all. That's what I want. But I have to fix my eyes on him and listen to him and do what he says and rest in his presence and trust his plan. And I want the same for you. Fix your eyes on Jesus. I want to encourage you with one more passage and then we're going to pray. Hebrews 12 verses 1 and 2 says, Therefore, 
since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Friends, there is joy everlasting joy awaiting us in heaven, a place of beauty, no death or tears or sorrow or pain, and Jesus Christ himself. Let's fix our eyes on Jesus in 2024, friends. Let's pray. Oh Lord, thank you that you went before us to prepare a place for us, a place beyond our imagination, a place where we can live with you forever. Help each of us, especially me, stay in your presence while we are here eagerly awaiting your return. Help each of us to lay down ourselves and reach out to a dying world that doesn't know you. Give us new opportunities daily to shine your light in this dark world. Help us focus. Help us keep our eyes fixed on you and you alone, not what the world might offer. We love you, Lord, and I pray we honor you in everything you have planned for us in the coming year. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, friends, I pray that you've been encouraged, and I hope you'll be back again next week for another Monday message here at Chronicles, because it's going to continue with messages that turn our gaze to Jesus Christ, our risen Savior. I love y'all, and Happy New Year. See ya. Chronicles of a Delivered Pit Dweller is now available on multiple platforms, including Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Share this and other episodes with a friend today. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to check out Chronicles21.com homepage for addiction recovery resources if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction. Remember, we don't fight for victory, friends. We fight from it.